So if you guys are watching the audio version, um, this is the first time I'm going to say this. Maybe you guys don't want to see how we look or faces or anything, but you guys got to see this on YouTube or Facebook. You got to see the visual part because today's not just any kind of podcast. Today's the Halloween special coach edition right here, guys. This is my favorite, uh, my favorite podcast of the year. We're all dressed up as coaches. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you, if you can't already guess uh, who some of us are, uh, as, as the episode goes on, we're going to talk about the matches. We're going to let you guess which coach we are as Antonio fixes his hair. It looks a lot like, like the guy last year. Uh, but before we get into that, guys, we'll, 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 uh, we'll get into the league. Week 11, a Serie A is in the books. And as usual this season, nothing can stop Napoli and Milan at the top of the table. But what I find very interesting and unique about this season in Serie A, that if you look at the table, 4 to 11th place is only separated by four points. That is Serie A. Gaetano. Um, don't call me Gaetano today. <laughs> I don't know if you can... Uh, it's going to be difficult to know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before we start... You're already taking notes. The podcast didn't start. Uh, he fits character pretty well, if you ask me. So He's really saying the character. Are we live, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> the, game, the game didn't even start. What are, you, what are you taking notes of? The game didn't start yet. I gotta check. I gotta check your shoes, okay? I gotta figure it out if you got the right shoes for the game, okay? Just show it to me. Show me your shoes. I see my see? shoes. See? You gotta see Mike's shoes. Yeah. See, today it's gonna rain. You got the wrong shoes. I'll take a note. <laughs> One point. Well, I think I know okay. what I'm doing. I'm wearing right. good shoes if you guys don't want, if you guys didn't picture me already. Okay. Good? Yeah. You're good. You got you got to I, I took my notes already. Now Very I good. could start. Make make right. sure make sure you take notes on this too. Okay. Because as mentioned, this season cannot be predicted. We saw that even Elas Verona beat Juventus. You have to subscribe to Paramount Plus if you have not already to watch Serie A, but also because Calcio never stops. Just like you, it never stops. And we've got midweek action with Champions League, Europa League, Conference League, and that can all be streamed live on Paramount+. Plus. The link in the description to download it. You get seven days free if you use code IFTV. Guys, I want to get into the first game right now. So, to get into our first match, Peter, why don't you let the uh, the fans guess who you are so they can guess which game we're going into. Peperina? Well, this is coach's edition. That's coach's right. Um, That's right, Pete. Yeah. I, I like to be known as the equalizer. <laughs> I'm able to make sure that my team gets fixed and we fix it quick. My name is Luciano Spalletti, as you can tell. <laughs> Looking very shiny. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I, I figured out, it's been two years that I haven't coached, and I've been really studying each team. And I was looking at Juventus. I was almost close with... Uh, like taking notes like Saudi yeah. does, but I decided not to. What I did was I ended up walking to Napoli and I tried the pizza. It was very good. And that was one of my reasons why I went to Napoli. But then as I stumbled across one of these uh, cobbled brick roads, <laughs> I happened to come across Mount Vesuvius and the power of Mount Vesuvius. And then slightly below Vesuvius, there was this... Uh, the doctor, I don't know what the doctors are called in Napoli. We gotta ask Ludo, the, those, those doctors with the beak. Mm. And he gave us, he gave me some Viagroncello. 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 
So Man. just imagine what that is. <laughs> if you're having problem at that age. <laughs> Spalletti. <laughs> and so I, I figured out the equalizer. You need to do a little bit of a mix, right? Mm. A little maloc, which is famous in Napoli, and the divine San Gennaro. Those two it's together. San Gennaro, you, you put it on the cross? I no, was, this is Oh, okay, that, okay. But I figure we put those two together, and look, I'm in first place. I'm top of the board. I think I know what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, I figured out there was also another reason why Napoli, they needed a little good luck. So de depending on what country you're in, you like you have to rub, like Buddha, you rub his stomach. In Napoli, we rub the head. <laughs> so <laughs> I noticed that Mazzari has too much hair. Sari had his hair. Benitez was losing his hair, but he still had hair. <laughs> Spalletti, no hair. Napoli's in first place. Thank you. That make, makes a lot of sense. You know, Peter, honestly, besides the outfit, like, you know, the, your face the and your beard, everything, it, it didn't need to be changed that no, much. Yeah. Uh, if you couldn't guess already. Side by side. As you can tell. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Spalletti is in the house. <laughs> Spalletti. Spalletti. Uh, guys, as you can tell, we're talking about Napoli, uh, who won 1-0 in the derby against Salernitana. Um, it was not lacking in drama because it was ridiculous. Both teams went down to 10 men at one point. Kulabali got the red for uh, for Napoli. And in the end, Salernitana was trying desperately uh, to equalize where even Ribery had a shot saved off the line. But the same story remains. Napoli cannot <coughs> stop winning. Yeah. And I mean, they only conceded three goals in 11 games. One of the best ever in Europe right now. Incredible stuff. 10 wins in 11 uh, incredible stuff, first place, and now the question is uh, to Mr. Uh, Luciano, uh, you guys are going to win the Scudetto this season, right? Easy, because we might have a pack with God, but there's some people that have a pack with the devil, <laughs> so we have to we have to be careful, because we're, we're side by side with Milan, and Milan looks good, you know, maybe De Laurentiis, he's got a, you know, he, he saved some money on the jerseys, we're not using any Kappa, whatever we got now, I don't know. I think it's Armani, Armani. but I don't Emporium. know how Armani. I don't know how Armani it is. Emporium if you get Armani. my, if you catch my drift, so save some money on the jerseys. Buy a player in January. Maybe we win the scudetto. You, you mean bootleg Armani because Armani jerseys are very expensive. I well, I mean, I never seen an Armani jersey. Have you? Uh, I've seen an Armani suit. You're wearing one right now. Apparently. I mean, Antonio, do you think uh, Napoli um, risks uh, dropping points now since uh, Koulibaly actually got a red card and Oshima might be a doubt? They are playing against Verona next game. What do you think about that? Uh, well, Oshima, first of all, is not going to be a factor in a, in a game against Verona because Napoli is well equipped to take uh, to take a, a team like Verona. So, uh, wow. they don't have a major deficiency anywhere else. They have one of the strongest midfield. The defense could be a factor uh, if, uh, you know, uh, Koulibaly doesn't get subbed uh, by an equal uh, strong... Manolas. 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 Oh, wow. He's likely to be back that time. So, uh, I... Uh, you know what? By Verona, I will, not, I will not really sleep very comfortable. You have to work hard and you have to really uh, put your, uh, your uh, full workout to, uh, to uh, be able to get uh, your three points. And I would not be surprised if, uh, you know, if they don't score and... Uh, and uh, this becomes a tie, a tie game. I wow. like the way uh, the system that Tudor has. And I would pray that uh, maybe uh, Tudor takes uh, some points away from uh, the San Paolo. You'd like that, Mike, wouldn't you? Mike, how impressed have you been with, uh, with Napoli? 
Uh, I mean, Napoli have been incredible. I believe it's now almost seven months uh, continued from last season that they have not lost. Uh, Spalletti over there is literally like uh, royalty. He's doing incredible things. Uh, I think he proved me, well, not just me, a lot of people wrong with uh, how well they've been playing uh, this season. Um, and three goals in 11 games conceded. <laughs> That's no, incredible. Oh. Yes, you're yeah, right. Yeah, th- only yeah. three goals. And one of them was a Manolas blunder. So, r- surprise, in reality, it should have been uh, two goals. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I think I'm very surprised. And the people that aren't surprised, I feel like they might be lying. What's wild is, too, uh, you know, uh, there's been six teams in Serie A who have won 10 out of 11 opening matches. Two of those happened this season, Napoli being one of them, and then, obviously, AC Milan, which just goes to show you how competitive this season's going to be uh, in the league. Which makes it out to be even better than uh, than what we were imagining in the beginning. But let's go on to the next game. And for the next game, I'm looking towards my left side. I'm looking at Antonio. So, Antonio, if the people have not guessed already, can you give them a hint uh, as to who you are so we could preview the next match? I don't know if you have guessed. Uh, <laughs> you can just look at my hairstyle right now. I like to split my hair right in the middle. <laughs> one hair, I will split it right in the middle. So, one million hair, I have one million split every morning. So, I have to take my comb and just split them all straight down the middle. Nevertheless, like I'm, the coaching, shots. I'm coaching this year. <laughs> I'm coaching this year a team that uh, deserves to be uh, to be coached the proper way. So, uh, Conte is history, and um, I get bitter. I get very bitter from time to time when I'm watching a game. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys why guess? Why are you bitter? Did you bitter? guys guess? What are you talking about? Why, why, are you I'm, why, why I'm bitter? Yeah. Because if they don't do what I'm saying during the training and I don't see them on the field doing exactly to the point of what I already mm. preached before the game, mm. I get very angry. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they guess now. So, uh, so, guys, you probably realize that my name is Limone Inzaghi. Limone. Limone. Yeah. Why, why Limone? Simone. Oh, Simone Inzaghi. Limone, because I, I uh, you know, they asked me to, uh, they asked me what do I drink to get all upset. And then I said, I made my special lemonade. And uh, <laughs> the lemonade is called Limonata Limone Inzaghi. <laughs> so, and uh, you said why I'm bitter too? Because I even made my own special bitter. It's called Limone Bitter. <laughs> <laughs> Very original. <laughs> Very original right there. So, if you cannot tell, we're, we're going to Inter first. Mm-hmm. 2-0 win in the early morning kickoff for us against Udinese. Uh, Joaquin Correa gets another brace. Two goals from him. Inter are seven points behind first place. Uh, but picking up the pace ever since their 1-1 against Juve, where I thought maybe they would start to dip. Are they still in the Scudetto race, the Anto? Uh, and now, now I'm asking Antonio, not Limone. So mm-hmm. I'm asking Antonio. I would say I would say they are because uh, at some point, because some contingencies or uh, uh, there's going to be some major misstep right on the top of the of the. Um, <laughs> there's going to be some major mess up between AC Milan and Napoli. They're gonna Inter is going to be. They're gonna. They better be ready to. Uh, to take advantage of uh, some of the major uh, uh, problems that we're going to encounter down the line. Maybe some injuries. We never know. I hope not. But uh, Inter is right up there. Trying, they're going to fight. There's going to be a, a three or four ways. Three or four ways uh, uh, fight this year. Peter, do you think that uh, your team, and again, I'm asking Peter, 
do you think your team is uh, still in the Scudetto race? 100%. We have Milan next week and we have Napoli. No, yeah, Milan next week and then Napoli. So those are the two first place teams. You want to win the Scudetto, you have to beat those top teams. Can, can you do me a favor? Can you lower that real yeah. quick? So you're saying you're playing as Napoli. You're wearing the Napoli shirt. <coughs> Which side is it going to... Is Spalletti going to pull some points off? Am against I his Spalletti or am I Peter? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to put you in a pickle. No, I'm not in a pickle. I think every game is... It's uh, on its. You have to take every game on its head. He's not in a pickle. He's in first place. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love that. You know how you always say Peter has like an excuse up his. Peter uh, Piper. <laughs> I think peppers, not pickles. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Dad, anything about uh, Inter? You think Inter still got it? Man, yeah. Inter is still very much in the race. And um, the next game that they play, they have all the cards to beat AC Milan. Ooh. Huh. He chose violence right now. Wow. Okay. Anto. They have the players. They have uh, mm. what it takes to... Uh, from what I saw against uh, Roma, I liked AC Milan, by the way. I like the way they play. A very solid team. And I thought that Roma would have given a better game and I was disappointed for that but I think you know who's going to give them a better game Inter mm. Inter is going to give you the money for your run mm. I like money so that's what I have to say about mm. Inter Fair enough. Uh, wow. Fair enough. Where are we going next, um, Mike? Next game, uh, I think we got to talk about the, the big game. We we uh, actually streamed it also. It was the Roma-Milan game. And I just got to say, Roma were playing at the Olympico at home. Uh, and Milan had were playing with a man down for almost a half an hour. Uh, Milan played so much better than them away from home without a real keeper there, Tatarushanu over there. And I think... Another week for the people that don't don't realize that Mourinho and Roma, they still aren't good enough to beat the top teams. Respect. Respect. I'm the only coach that's got the treble in Italy. It's me. <laughs> Respect. Okay? This is not my team. This is Roma. I know why how hard it is to coach in, uh, in Roma now. The team... It's not even better than Brodo. Bodo. Brodo. I, I don't even know. <laughs> okay. So respect. Respect. I would even take this guy, Antonio, from Bay 8 over the defenders I have on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, guys, also, Marco, that was pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, for the people that didn't already know, I don't even have to say it. Sure. But um, we all know, uh, what was it, last night, Mourinho got his first ever L in the Serie A home team so all the times he had those Serie A matches at home he won every single one of them referred to me as the special one and the special one wasn't so special last night because they got the first ever loss at home in a Serie A match so Gaetano could this team make a run for the top four Sorry, please. Maurizio well, what did your notes say do you have them in top four in your well, notes is he asking uh, yeah. Gaetano or you asking Sarri I'm a, let me ask Sarri first and then okay. make me a Gaetano alright so, just to be clear, 
Is this the other coach in Rome that's never uh, won anything? So <laughs> is this the guy? I'm in first place. Asking? What are you talking about? I'm in first place right now. According to what notes? Uh, excuse me. First in you have the wrong notes. <laughs> this is not oh, Serie A. Let me put my glasses on. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. I, I'm not with Napoli anymore. Oh, I'm, I'm with, La oh, I'm with, La I even wore the wrong colors. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for all the Lazio fan. Um, what was the question? The question was, uh, if you forgot too many cigarettes you've been smoking, um, do you think that uh, Mourinho's Roma could make a top four finish this season? Top four from the bottom. <laughs> Not from the top. Wow. Okay, Caetano. because because Mourinho, I beat him and I'll beat him again. How many okay. Champions Leagues you got over there, buddy? Uh, don't worry <laughs> about Champions League. I got a European le league. Don't worry about Europa League. Europa I only league. know Conference League. You had a link. <laughs> I heard I had a, you had a link, not a league. <laughs> All right. Sounds yeah. bitter. Have you been trying his league? <laughs> not for Gaetano, <laughs> though. What do you think you on that? Oh, now you're now Gaetano. Gaetano. Yeah. Yes, uh, Roma. Will um, will be in the top four. Wow! I think that even though uh, they're struggling, I think that uh, Mourinho, special one. Thank you. You will be able to adjust what you're missing, and maybe uh, it will take you another month or two. Maybe in January you're gonna get an order for Christmas. You're gonna get a Christmas gift. I need many Christmas gifts. You have uh, you have good owners. I think that they will get you whatever you need, and you know how to win. So. Yes, I'll think that'll be in the top four. Wow. Finally, yeah. somebody shows me respect <laughs> around here. And now we talked a little bit about uh, Roma. Now we got to talk a little bit about Milan and Antonio. We all know, even though you're just as the other side of uh, Milano's coach, uh, what did you think about Milan? And first of all, what do you think about Zlatan, 40 years old, and with uh, yesterday's goal, he Orangere. scored 400 domestic league goals. Listen, uh, there is so much that you can talk about it, but uh, the numbers, they speak by themselves. So, uh, hey, 400 goals uh, in every in every campionate that this guy here playing, he's a leader, he's still fit to play. Everybody's saying he's at the end, he's at the end. He's been at the end for the last 10 years, and he's still putting the big numbers over there. Yeah. So uh, we just wanted to hope and pray that he stays healthy. AC Milan has got a spectacular system. They have a fluid game. Everything seems to be working on eight cylinders. There is nothing that is cranking up and down. Everything is just full power. And uh, we want to keep it that way. Even with all the injuries, with no Ibra, we were doing eight cylinder. With no Juru, we were doing eight cylinder. Without Tio Hernandez, we were doing eight cylinder. Without uh, Brahim, we were doing eight cylinder. I mean, Manyan. So we're not complaining about what's going on with all of our infirmaries. We just go over there and play the game the way it's supposed to be played and respecting the game. So uh, we just know that everybody's wishing us bad, but uh, that's actually fuel for our engine. We like everybody just paying attention to us and uh, and just wishing us, oh, they don't have this, they don't have that, or oh, no Ibra. Uh, so it's okay, it's okay. Even Ibra said that he lives for this kind of a situation. Mm. The more you boo him, the more he gets invigorated and he gets uh, motivated to do uh, what he's supposed to do. So, um, you know, uh, that from yesterday's games, I gotta say something else though. I mean, aside from the, those episodes of the penalty, no penalties, and uh, all the fights that I had already mm. with, uh, with Sari over there across the street. Uh, across the street. <laughs> I gotta tell you something. Milan deserved the win, hands down. Not because- Not uh, Napoli? 
But you know what? We had a critical game and we were playing in Roma where, uh, you know, everybody, all the, all the cards with a man stuck, down, uh, with well, a man down. Yeah. Well, if you, if you're talking about luck, mm-hmm. if you're going to bring that up, you kind of were lucky to get that penalty shot. If you, if you, I mean, I heard all the comments last night and I read the papers this morning. You know how much Maresca got? How much? He got a four. From who? Wow. From, from the Roma fans. No, no, no. What this is a, Gazzetta. No, Gazzetta is from the north, believe it or not. So the, he, he didn't do a, a very good job, okay? And they, they screwed up big time with this VAR. This VAR is so confusing that uh, what you do one week, then the following week does not apply anymore. So they better get together all this referee with the, and decide if they're going to go to the VAR and if they're not going to go to the VAR. And if, if, when it's similar case, if they need to go to the VAR, then they need to go to the VAR. And many said that that was not a penalty. Well, listen, he was asked, even, even after he called the penalty, he went back and he went to double check and he stuck with this uh, decision that he made already on uh, the, on, on the field. So uh, I mean, we just give him the benefits, and I said, "Hey, the guy saw it the way, uh, and his interpretation was a penalty." Now uh, you guys can just be talking about, uh, you know, many times we, we we've been called penalties that are against the us morning, that were not phone. penalty. I don't worry about the phone. It, it might be Marotta. So, it might, oh, you better be careful. <laughs> don't leave without with the headphones. His phone, <laughs> his phone is gonna end before. Uh, before. Go. I think it was a penalty. I'll say I think it was a penalty. Uh, you know, this is in Serie A, of course, hundred percent. That's gonna get uh, that's gonna get called as as a foul. If you watch it, um, you know, technically the um, you know I understand about light, whatever. If you want to argue on how, what the context is supposed to be, but for the most part, again, not every single time. You could obviously find cases where there haven't been soft penalties, but a lot of penalties. Whenever you get some contact. The guy falls down, it's going to be a foul. And if you see, <clears throat> Ibra got the ball first, and then the defender hit him. Technically, that's what happened. That's a penalty kick according to the rules in Serie A. This is nothing new. Once I saw it, <coughs> yeah. I had people around me saying, oh, it's not a penalty. But in Serie A, that's given as a penalty. Now, if you want to have a wider discussion over Serie A has 51 penalties this year, and Premier League has 21, okay, that's different. But based on how we're refereeing, technically, it's a penalty. Okay, then, then the Pellegrini one should have been a penalty too because uh, the, he got hit on the leg uh, from underneath. There was contact there, so uh, there were too many. This guy, this contact? Maresca is a disaster. I mean, every 30 seconds, he called a foul every 30 seconds, and that's uh, that's not good for I mean, you, you for football, you have to let the, the, the play because the players, they know as soon as I, I touch you, you go on the ground. Mm. And that's it. And it's going to be cold, so why not? So, but you know, that I, I agree with. Aside from the episode, uh, Marco, I mean, uh, um, Mourinho. No, we yeah. agreed on that, that Milan played better. So, uh, aside from that, I mean, that was even the episode that when, uh, when Tio Hernandez was thrown out. But apparently, if you actually go look at the bar, that was a clean, uh, a, 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 a really clean foul against the Mancini. Mancini. So, uh, so uh, that, that, was not a, that was not supposed to be leading uh, uh, Theo Hernandez to do what he had to do, just to block it. There's no and bar then, in that case. Uh, that, was, uh, that was no bar. I mean, uh, no, I'm saying you can't use bar for a foul. So. Well, 
it is what it is. So uh, I think the game is over, you know, crying uh, uh, over the, the, the spilled milk, it's not going to help right now. I agree with him 100% that the bar is still, uh, we still haven't figured out how to best use this uh, help from the sideline. So, uh, you know, we need, we need to copy Gasperini. Gasperini still hasn't figured it out after 50 years coaching on the league and, and uh, playing the game. And, uh, you know, we uh, need to copy what? We need to copy what the Premier League does. I like the officiating. Also in the Euros, I felt like what happened in the Euros was very good. It was super lenient. There was lots of contact. Not every single uh, foul was contact. called a foul. Not yeah. not every hit was called a foul. We were lenient. And guess what? They were pretty consistent. I know people will probably find some cases in the Euros that you're going to be mad at. There's always going to be people mad. For me, for everything that I saw, my perspective, I like the officiating at the Euros. And anytime I watch the Premier League, usually they, they have it figured out with how they go to VAR. Um, and I like that there's only 21 penalties in there. That's mm. less. Obviously, yeah. there's variables in both of these. But 100% in Serie A, we, we have a problem with that. And and that's the way it is. But also, if we're starting the season now, then guess what? Until the end of the season, they're going to be consistently called yeah. like that. So we, yeah. we also need to accept it. One thing that he picked up, uh, your father and I, we picked up on uh, during the, the stream yesterday, that there's so many situations where time is being wasted, hands down, like so much. And then at the end of the, at the, end of the game, uh, uh, the ref, Maresca, gave six minutes of uh, uh, extra time that uh, Gaetano said it should be at least half an hour. And I agree with him on that because, uh, you know, every time somebody falls on the floor, every time there is a foul, they complain to the ref. You know, seconds and seconds, minutes, minutes, sometimes even uh, on free kick, on, on the red card, and, uh, and all of those situations, you waste so much money and I'm I'm not sure where I read this article in an average on a six on an average 90 minutes game a, a, a full game 25 to 27 minutes are being wasted by goalkeeping wasting time inbound wasting no time so God, the people they go to the stadium and they pay to see the ball running they get very upset especially if you are on the losing end seeing people wasting time something must uh, be done if you if you look at the at the um, the time when they stopped for the record and when he went to the var and another it was at least five minutes and this is what we mm -hmm. we've we uh saw counted yeah. which this is what we counted just five minutes between those. Mm. Then there were all the substitutions, which uh, I don't know how they figure that out. It's supposed to be 30 seconds for each substitution. I'm not, I'm not sure if they do that. But just on, uh, and those are on those three particular files. If we counter all the other files that there are, probably it would have been at least 10 minutes. Yeah, all right. Oh, 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 of extra time, you're saying? Yeah, that, uh, 10 oh. minutes, yeah, of extra time. Let's, uh, Gaetano, Dan, let's, yeah. uh, let's let the people guess. Let's move on to the next game. Let's let them guess if they haven't already, which game we're we're going to, and which uh, which coach you are. <laughs> you probably took a lot of notes, so I'm sure we have a lot to talk. Not about Not enough in this notes game. for a win, though. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, maybe mm. I think he he started uh, stop taking notes too early <laughs> because uh, the, the the equalizer was in uh, in extra time. Listen, I take notes in the locker room before I go out. I take notes. I got to make sure that I remember everything by uh, at the end of the game. What are you writing at kickoff, though? At kickoff, I I, uh, I, I, saw you I check uh, the weather. Mm. I check whether they have the right shoes. 
I check uh, the grass. If the grass is too tall or too short, you know, I have to write it down because then I have to complain <laughs> to the league. Are you counting, are you hours, counting the also the, the hours? Because I know you were very mad that 72 hours, you're the only team in Europe that kept playing. Uh, you know, multiple games within 72 of hours. Course. So the minutes? Of course, of every team. Yeah, I want to know exactly the, how much rest the other team got, how much rest my team got, and if it's not correct, I will complain. All right, guys. Yeah, of course. If, if, you didn't, if you didn't guess already, uh, we're, we're, in, uh, we're, we're talking about Atalanta against Lazio. Uh, your team Lazio went up uh, 1-0, and then Zapata, in the first half of extra time, scored the 1-1. Lazio went up again. And then our boy Darun scored in the 94th minute to tie the game against Lazio. Mm. Guys, is Lazio making Champions League this kind of run? Is Atalanta or Lazio making Champions League? I would say Atalanta definitely. Lazio, no, I don't think so. They don't have the they don't have the the tools to do it. And by the way, this guy here, Sarri, he writes down game starts at the beginning. <laughs> game starts, and I love you, mom. <laughs> 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 uh, Anto, you do have a point though. I think uh, Lazio play good against uh, the bigger teams uh, and against the smaller teams. They drop too many points. Um, but Atalanta, even though they started a little um, rough in the beginning, so did they did the last season, but they also made the Champions League. So for Atalanta, I could definitely see them top four. For Lazio, it's hard for me to see them there. Yeah, I think the same. I think we know what Atalanta can do, mm. even though this year they've gotten this rough start. But they they're used to that. And then by January you see them gel a little bit more. With Lazio, it's it's so up and down. It's terrible. And and you thought with Sadi you're gonna see a little more stability, but we still haven't seen that just yet. And the players are there. I think they have the players that can compete for a Champions League spot. So I'm just I'm still giving the benefit of the doubt for Sadi. I think Sadi is a good coach. Uh, what he was able to do with Napoli, what he's done with Chelsea. Um, don't forget with Juventus, he won the Scudetto. It was obviously a different different time, but the players that he had were not any much better than the players that Pirlo had and that Allegri has right now. So maybe the opposition was a little mm-hmm. bit weaker, but you know he still knows what he's doing, and I think just his style, you have to give him time. I was going to give up on Atalanta. I said uh, this year they're not going to they're not going to be any any good and then I saw them uh, against Manchester United oh my god what a game they played they were winning 2 nothing. is is an unbelievable um, performance by them yeah I was really impressed I mean they lost the game and tom- uh, uh, they're playing mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow they're it's playing uh, so if um, tomorrow they're gonna play against uh, Man United I, I was uh, I was impressed can Gasparini keep that uh, level of uh, motivation for the for the players, I think so. I think he's that type of coach that uh, uh, he can uh, he can de- demand because he's, he's very tough. He's a very tough guy. He, he will demand that performance all the time. I still, I still too. I, I think both teams are really good. The race for fourth spot is really hard to predict. I think the top three we already know already, and I don't think we'll see much changes even if it is early on. Uh, it's just that fourth. Uh, fourth place spot that it really could go any way. I know that there's, like we said, there's four points that separate four to 11 technically. I think that eventually, by the time May comes, we'll be looking at Juventus, Atalanta, Lazio, and Roma with probably, I still believe in Juventus uh, to push there, even if they're, even if we'll, we'll, we'll talk about them, uh, what they did this weekend. Uh, but 
Atalanta, like you said, they've been there. They've done that. Lazio Sadi, I think, has even less pressure because it's still his first year. And I think everybody knows, hey, we have uh, we have Sadi here. It's going to take time to even get into a Champions League spot, especially considering the competition. But, uh, yeah, we, we could go to Juventus since we spoke about that already. They lost. I like it he didn't show up, by yeah. the way. <laughs> That's good. That was very good. They didn't get it yet. <laughs> I'll give you guys a second. Thank God. Antonio. No, I didn't get it. Allegri didn't show up. He didn't show up, up to the podcast. Oh, Allegri didn't show up. Get it? Sassuolo. Verona. Now I got it. A little late. <laughs> As Peter said, uh, back-to-back games where Juventus lose. Sassuolo first, and now Elas Verona. They lost 2-1. to one. Gio Simeone is on absolute on fire. fire. He scored two goals in this match. His sixth in the past two games, because he scored four against your Lazio over there. Uh, Juventus brought one back into the match. But it wasn't enough. Uh, ninth place. Disaster seems to have struck at this point. The team has gone into a ritiro, a training camp. Um, and Allegri has said we have to accept the reality that we are a mid-table team. Antonio. Uh, uh, Peter. Peter. Mid-table team. Come on. But he, I mean, technically. Where, where they're sitting right now, but not. Okay, but the players that he has, he should be beating Sassuolo. He should be beating Verona. He should beat. Udinese, like the teams that he's versed and he's struggled with, there's no excuse for that. And that that a lot of times goes on the coach because that's a motivational problem. And I, I think, uh, what was it, Verona's first goal where you see the whole Juventus team just pretty much walking. Mm-hmm. Walking. No one's moving over. No one's moving forward. And that's that's a problem. And there's nobody on that team that takes the ball and... and does what Ronaldo does as a leader, demands that everyone's, you know, on top of their game, doing 100%, and he can finish a, a game, win you a game. We don't have that. Dybala, even though I thought he had some good chances, he just, he's not able to put the ball in the back of the net of recently. So He's the only one, though. Yeah. I mean, he's really No, I mean, one. he hit the, the post. He had a nice right. shot. You know, yeah. you know what I, what's I, the problem? I, I notice what's, uh, the problem? what's going on with Juventus. Since Ronaldo left abruptly, because he, he wasn't, he didn't leave before the season starts. He just once he left, the struggle for sharing the responsibility of the scoring action does not really, you know, fall on the proper player. Chiesa is a little bit more scared. I think uh, uh, he's been blamed unjustly by Allegri, and Morata is tricky. He's on and off. So there are people that when Ronaldo was over there, he was taking a lot of the pressure. And I said, hey, look, with Ronaldo. Now that Ronaldo is not there, what happened with all the rest of the guys? You have Dybala, you have Morata, and you have Chiesa. Those are the three that they were supposed to be, you know, share all of the the, the burden uh, of Ronaldo's uh, departure. So here we are right now at this point, t- 10 games into the season, or 11 games, right? right. 11 games into the season, and uh, uh, Juventus is struggling to find a leader and somebody that is going to be uh, the franchise uh, uh, player and uh, someone is going to guide them toward to the Champions League at best because they have no shots of winning the campionato. And uh, if things they don't go the right way, they might even uh, flirt with the Europa League or even zero. I was actually just looking because I remember I was talking with Mike before. Yeah. Juventus in the last seven games, they scored only one goal in each of the seven mm-hmm. games. They are not able to score more than Don't. one goal. Wow. So the the team, I mean, I, I have a question for you, but uh, before that, uh, you know, the, the team is re- is poor. 
but it's not anything new from what what a lot of people have known for years that the team was built uh, unbalanced. It's very clear and evident. The difference within this year is that you don't have a Cristiano Ronaldo that's going to bail you out of situations and score a goal or score two goals, and then he masks the situation just like uh, you know you put makeup on to cover an ugly foundation. You don't have that anymore. And guess what the other variable is? The other other variable is that the Serie A has become extremely competitive. Mm-hmm. I just told you that Napoli and Milan are two out of six teams ever in Serie A to have a best run. Every team in Serie A has gotten so much better. It worked when you had a Ronaldo and when you had a, a, a Campionato that wasn't as good. Now all the teams, they have confidence. Juventus have lost to Empoli, they've lost to Sassuolo, and they've lost to Verona. So what do you think in the next match when you're playing against... Uh, this a mid-table team or a lower team. Everyone will have confidence. They say, these guys came here. Fiorentina, next them. game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, these guys did it. Why can't I? And that's a problem for Juventus because there used to be that fear mentality where even if they were down, everyone always felt they're like, oh, Juventus is going to come back into this match. There's no way you could lose it. This game, I think it says a lot that I didn't have that. I mean, I was watching the game and I was like, who is going to be the guy that saves it? Morata was very poor. Almost every ball was lost. The midfield, uh, it's kind of the same old story. And and the defense, which was supposed to be our, our solid pact, uh, was not there now. And and Allegri continues to play a 4-4-2, which clearly doesn't fit the qualities of the team. Rabiot cannot play on the left left midfield, left wing. Yet, somehow, well, maybe he doesn't like how the, team, how the team is. And he says, listen, this is not my team. I don't like how it's built. Do you think Allegri was wrong to return? Juventus? Um, I uh, I think so. I think uh, Allegri made a big mistake to come back because now everything that happens at Juventus, you know who they're going to blame? Allegri. Mm. Everything that happens, it's going to be Allegri's fault. But if I were, if I were uh, Agnelli, I would be very, very upset of what he said, that they are a team from uh, from mid table are you out of your mind we want to see what's the payroll is for a for a team in the in in the middle of uh, mid table and then we'll see the payroll of juventus can we make a a, 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 a comparison a, a comparison are you out of your mind that you're saying that but yeah. I think that the fans are also getting upset now mm-hmm. at the management at the top management because they have some responsibility on what's happening. Uh, even though Allegri will get all the blame, if you, the fans, I think, are starting to realize, hey, what happened to the top management? What happened to Ramsey? What happened to uh, Rabiot? What happened to um, Bernadeschi? What happened to, you know, all this play, Alexandro? What happened to, uh, what happened to all these players that they're not performing? Who, who, whose fault is that? No, yeah, I get down. Uh, you have a. I agree with you 100 on that. I, if there's a lack of leadership, all that stuff. And I just had to say, for all these, for the past years, we felt like Juventus were a team um, that always had a plan, that always looked like they knew what they're doing. And I feel like these are these are the first couple of seasons that we've seen a lot of cracks and not a lot of answers and solutions to this. So now my next question uh, would. Uh, <laughs> My next question would be, um, how serious do we think uh, this situation is up to the point where could we see Allegri getting sacked 
midway through the season. Because we are like, oh, Juventus aren't a club that they would sack a coach midway through the season. They're going to wait till the end of the season. They're in ninth place right now. They're looking horrible. Are we up to that point where we'd be like, wow, he can actually, he might be, hold he up. might be able to leave. Hold up, hold up. What the hell is going on here? Is, what is what are you doing? Limon, uh, what are you is doing? that lemon? I'm sweating. <laughs> is that lemon? Is that limonata? Yeah. You have limonata inside yeah, there? I, I work hard. I work hard and I got to show to everybody how hard I work, okay? okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get this straight. You're showing the sweat marks. The sweat marks. Sweat mark. Hey, at the end of the game, he is always I sweat more than the players that I coach. <laughs> so I and I got to show it. Do you understand that? Uh, <laughs> you're a vampire. I got you. I got, it's it's, it's Halloween. Well. You know what? You know what's even funnier? The funnier thing is that every when we walk out of here, everyone's gonna be like, "Halloween was yesterday. What's wrong with this bunch of clowns over here that, that's that's wearing anything?" But to, answer, to answer your question, yeah. uh, Mike, I think that uh, for Juventus, obviously, everyone, everyone, no one's talking right now about Allegri being sacked. That, that's not the idea. Uh, because number one, you always need to think of what an alternative coach uh, would be out there. That would suitably replace them, and then again, I don't. Th- I think that we've seen with uh, with Sarri, with Pirlo, and now with Allegri that you keep cha- changing one variable, but something is not is not changing. Even if you did win the Scudetto with with Sarri, uh, the change is obviously needed elsewhere. And I think that Juventus are are able to understand that and, and need to change that. But it goes back to the point that we made uh, a couple years ago when Beppe Marotta left Juventus. Because for me, he was the genius behind building Juventus. And some people, they started saying, you know you know what? Maybe it was Paratici. Maybe it was Agnelli. Maybe it was somebody behind the scenes. And we didn't know. We didn't know completely. And, and it still could be that, guess what? As a trio, they worked great together, right? But he left and things changed at Juventus. And again, if you want to say that's not fair enough to, to the management... Look what he did at Inter. He made a team win that didn't win in 11 years. And he brought in the right guys for the job. So clearly, that that was the, the thing that left. So, listen, it's uh, that, that that's how it is. I, I, sorry, go, P. No, I was just going to say, Allegri, I think he's under a four-year contract. Yes. So, you're not sacking him. This 36 year. million. Okay? Four. That's a lot of money. You're investing in him. Let me check my notes. Four, four. Listen, let okay. me just let. Me and I was just gonna say, right, it's, was, it's yeah. four years. Four years. <laughs> okay. You make it more than me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Aripedia. And with this Juventus team, I think it's come to a point where you have to have the right mix. There's no young emerging players coming from this Juventus team. You know, in the past you had Marquisio, you had Chiellini. There was a there was a base there from the Juventus youth. He like what happened? Youth system. Youth system. And like Frabotta, for example. Last year, he was someone that was, he was playing, right? playing, was in the game. Yeah. This year should have been his year that he gets control of that. You don't even see him, not one minute. That's not true. one minute in Serie A. Um, they leaked. He's your number one defender. I don't care. He has to start every game. He has to be the leader. Because guess what? If he's not happy, he's leaving. And then what do you do? You have yeah. Kelini Bonucci no. over 34 no, That's years a good old. point that you bring up because... Uh, uh, like you said, you know, the league. What happened to the league? He's the, been the, injured. Yeah, no. Yeah, he can go to Lazio, right? This son? is a, a Nedved. He's got to have his responsibility in oh, there, yeah. too. Agnelli's got to have a responsibility for players like that. Uh, and there is like, I don't know what's going on. Guys, let me just, uh, you guys have been going around this thing here and you never focus on who's the major culpable and problem of this situation. Tell us. To me, 
Allegri is part of the problem because he's the only one that contrary to some other coach like Conte is not, has never blamed Agnelli and Nedved or uh, the, the management. This guy here, it's the company boy, it's the perfect company boy that whatever he's been told to do, he does and he's a yes man and he takes the blame for himself or he, he just takes the blame and he spread it equally among the rest of the player. And like Gatano said, to be calling Juventus like a middle of the table team or they are performing as a middle of the table team, that's a major, major, major put down. So when the time has to come that you have to say, as it is, he said, hey, by the way, Agnelli, you haven't spent crap in the last few years. So what do you expect? Bonucci is up there, Chiellini is up there, is up there. you're not using delict. You spend so much money for this young kid, all the talent and all the promises, you're not using it. A lot of the, the other players that they were top performers, they're not performing at all. Yeah, yeah. There is something that, that is not right over there. So let the management come down and just grow some... Uh, oh, listen, even like you said, you said Allegri is part of the, the, the problem, and, but it's the management because and, then you, you choose Allegri and you give him a four-year deal, that means you're, you you're convinced them. and you got to yeah. trust them. So you cannot sack a coach at that point and at the same time you have to start building this team because this so, team the way it looks but they're in the bunch of individuals but have nearly started to point. go see peter i think peter's peter hit it, the nail on the head is that it kind of feels like the management has just bought players and not thought about how does this team work together because look at a player like angisa for example right we didn't know who he was but you put him in a proper system with the players around him, and he really builds into that formation. So it's not as much of, let's just get this player, this is an opportunity, this one was a free transfer, oh, we could grab this player in a swap deal. No, no, no. But how do they all work together under a coach and under a philosophy of the club for the next five to ten years? And I think exactly that's that's what's missing. One question for everybody around the table. Juventus, will they make top four, Antonio? Uh, this year is going to be very difficult. I would give it 65% no, 35% yes. Michael? I give them 35% chances though. I, no, uh, I had them uh, in the beginning, yes, but with the way they've been playing, I'm going to say no now. What's your percentage like, Antonio? You did? Uh, 30 per- 30%. 30%. <laughs> 30%. 30%. Yes. 30% to, for them to make it. So 70% no. Yeah, 70% no. Peter? I say out of the top four. Any chances? Split or just... Uh, the chances of them being out, I would say, is 70%. Why not? <laughs> so 30% is not bad. No, they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it on the top four. Everybody's going with 70-30. Uh, let's go with 25%. That they be. Are you screaming because he changed again? I don't know, man. No, I, I don't have uh, Juventus in the top four. Go to Maurizio. Check, check your notes. Yeah. <laughs> check your notes and check your stats. I say Paisa. I say Juventus still gets uh, into top four. I say 80% yes. 80%, 80% yes. That's yeah. a big percentage. I still think they're going to get oh top my four. God. When I, you know what the thing? <laughs> Give him something to drink. I think, I, think that, to I think if I look at if I look at the teams like Roma, Lazio, and Atalanta, who would be the fiercest competition there, and again, they still can, but I think that Juventus will be able to manage Come come the end of the season, yeah. Well, they have to buy a lot. They're gonna put a lot of players under the you Christmas see? trees because if they don't, I don't think it's gonna happen. You I'm see, telling it's you, it's not that easy uh, to win the triple. The lemon tree, not the Christmas mm. tree. Um, <laughs> Simone. Uh, no, no, excuse me, Limone. 
<laughs> what's uh, sorry for the headphone use? What's, what's with all the lemons that you have in front of uh, you? My friend, this is the secret. This is the secret. The one, if you want your player to perform, instead of being, uh, you know, preaching them or writing down or doing anything there. Just squeeze one of those in. <laughs> no Gatorade. No Gatorade over there. You're going to be bitter. You're going to be bitter. Not Peter, but bitter. Bitter. <laughs> 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 but here they say that when you, got, when you buy a car and it's a lemon, it's not that good. Yeah, that's what you guys did. That's what Juventus <laughs> did. They got into a lemon. No, no, I'm talking about oh. you. Oh, you, Limone. I got to tell you something. Uh, you're right, uh, but I got the proper mechanic and I'm going to try to <laughs> fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, guys, let's run through a couple of the topics uh, that I have over here. We'll, we'll keep them concise. Uh, Vlahovic scored three goals for Fiorentina against Spezia. 25 goals he has in 2021. Only Holland and Lewandowski have more. We know that he is not uh, going to get that contract renewal at Fiorentina. How much is this guy going to sell for? 60. When? No. 65. I mean, 65 would be a miracle if anybody would spend 65 million. When's the contract out? 2022. June 2022. I think uh, 50 million is. And when? 50 million at the summer. Pete? Agente? June 2022. January. This would be a good time to to sell them. The only thing is, Fiorentina really put it for sale. There's a lot of teams that can use a striker right now. How much is he worth? If he had a better contract. I would say 100 million. I think he's 100 million. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's, I saw versus, I know he's versing Spezia, but the movement off the ball and the way that he scored those three goals, I think one was better than the other. Like perfectly, you know, being able to find that diagonal run, get away from the defender and just slotting it past the, the goalkeeper. So, I mean, this kid is young. He's got a lot, a lot to learn still, but already at his, you know, his pro- progression that he's made, even from last year and then following up this year, he's taking Fiorentina as one of the leaders of Fiorentina. Um, and just, I don't know, I think with Rocco, I think came out a little too early. I know you sent the something, but I, even when, when he first said that, I'm like, why so early? You still have until 2022, at least till January. Try to fight tooth and nail and try to get something to work. But uh, I think he came out and, and kind of showed his cards a little too early. So, is it June 2022 or yes. 23? 2022. Oh, I'm sorry. 2023. 2023. I'm okay. sorry about that. 2023. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that uh, yeah. it's a year and a half. Okay. Good thing so, you took his notes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I checked. Um, about Blaovic. I mean, he, he scored, yeah, he scored three goals, but it's against Spezia. Yeah. Okay. You got to see what he does uh, against the big teams. And he's not going to get a chance really to play. You know, even Atalanta, they they played against Liverpool. They play against Manchester United. You know, they get a chance to play in the Champions League and and see what you could do. So I would like to see him against uh, bigger teams. But one thing I could tell you is this kid is going through a lot of controversy right now. And uh, and for him to still come out, take the penalty, because he went and took the penalty... And to score three goals, even though he's 21 years, I think he's got a strong character. Yeah. And that's something positive that it's coming out that I see from, from this kid. And also the game before, he's got a nice free kick. So, I mean, like he has a lot of yeah. parts in his game. Yeah, a free kick when the game was already 2 nothing. Ma- okay, but I'm saying skill, skill okay. level. Forget about 3 what, nothing, whatever One else. thing skill I got to give score. to Comiso, though, that uh, 
at least he doesn't he doesn't throw curveballs. He's trying to sign the kid. He was he had nothing but great intention for him. He wanted to keep him. He wanted he wanted me to be to be the face of the franchise. He has done nothing but great things to try to keep the kid. I actually saw him juggling the ball one time on the sideline, and I, I think it was unbelievable. It was a uh, I mean, it's a I feel like, yeah. <laughs> so, but again, again, I wish he gets a 200 million from uh, Vlaovic, but uh, I don't think he's going to get a lot more than 65. Top. Okay. Let's talk I mean, about. Let's yeah. talk, let's talk yeah. about the, the other topic so, that we got to get to. So we got another topic. This is about a different coach that we didn't dress up for. He, no, he looks like uh, he's well, right next he, to you. Yeah, he does look Just like. Get rid of the lemons. <laughs> You I'm, look exactly like. I don't know if you guys heard, but Antonio Conte might be employed very soon. He's not going to be watching the podcast anymore, uh, as usual, uh, the IFTV podcast. But he is in London getting ready to sign with Tottenham Hotspurs for 18 months after they sacked their uh, Portuguese uh, coach over there. So for huge. 18 months, 18 millions. 18 months, oh, 18 months. We don't, we don't have yeah. the salary. We're not sure. might be salary, making more yeah. than. But guys, first of all, how surprised are you? Did you guys expect him to go to a team like Tottenham Hotspur? Let's set the stage a little bit too because there's been back and forth in England right now uh, between Manchester United and Tottenham on which team he would be joining. Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Uh, we, we have another coach that just walked in in the back, by the way. Ryan just walked in. Mm. And uh, I, I think he wanted he was he was mad that he got left out over here. He wants Ole gone. Uh, but Manchester United, they uh, they ended up beating Tottenham, and that match really saved Ole from the job. They, there was already talks with uh, with Conte, ready to take over Manchester United. Conte never wants to take over a team midway through a season. It's not his style. He rejected Real Madrid for that reason. But it seems like he wants to get back, and he was willing to take over Manchester United. The job, Man United are taking their time with Ole. They want to keep him. They said that we're going to give him Atalanta. We're going to give him one more match. Now, Tottenham sacked their manager, and Paratici who is the director now at Tottenham, is trying to get, uh, grab his old coach because they worked together at Juventus. Unbelievable, I will say, for this because Conte is very particular at which job he chooses. He's precise. He likes to see a project that right away, I see this team, they can win right away. With Tottenham in the Premier League, I don't know what he's seeing. The other aspect is that Conte complains about money every single place that he goes to. He needs a transfer budget. To my knowledge, I'm obviously not a Premier League expert, uh, but I don't think Tottenham is that team. They're not that Manchester United. Um, they're not that Man City that will be able to bankroll anything that he wants unless there's something new that's going to be happening at Tottenham that we don't know about. Uh, it's wild for him to be doing this, but I guess he's a workaholic. The guy does not like to stay home. And he wants a job, and it might be Tottenham, or he's playing Manchester United still, and he just wants them to make a decision. What happened with the money that the Inter is still paying for him just for for being home? So that's a great point. He keeps that money as long as yes, he keeps that money until a set date, as long as he doesn't join an Italian team. Ooh. So if he joined an Italian team right now, he would not be getting that money. But because they're outside of Italy, he is still getting that money from Inter. And he could join another team. Very wealthy mm -hmm. man. Basically. Can you invest in the podcast, Antonio Conte? We love you if you're if you're watching. We you got guys... someone dressed as you all the time and wants hey. to be Anyone like you. Anyone want to take this real quick? Uh, real quick, uh, Tottenham is not the team for Antonio Conte. Ooh. If he wants to win the Champions League, he's not going to win the Champions League with that team. And he's not going to win the Premier League with that team. So what is he doing it for? Is he doing it for the money? He's getting money from me, money from there, money from everywhere. This guy had money last year all over the place. <laughs> he's still getting money even from um, uh, from Limone. So, uh, 
<laughs> we need a lot of animal control on this guy. So, Don't instigate uh, me. Uh, I think to me is the wrong move. I don't know what's going on with Keen, especially if they want to sell Keen by the end of the year. It's going to Man City. It's going to huh? Keen. Keen. It's going to Man City. It's going there. It's going to everywhere. Is the best player they got. So um, I, I I really don't understand that move. If I if he was going uh, to Man United, if he was going to Barcelona, yeah. if he was going to Real Madrid, if he's going to PSG, I would understand that. But for the for his mentality that he has, I don't think he's going to win anything soon. And then he's gonna do the same thing over and over again. There are things that we might, we that we may not know that yeah, something was has been promised I to agree. him, and then. Uh, but Mourinho was know. there. So, but Mourinho, Mourinho is another. And Mourinho was another mm. type of coach that he demands. He demands mm-hmm. and he wants. And what happened? He no. said he had specific demands that that he wanted to be able to join. And listen, the thing is, Paratici knows best. Paratici was there when Conte resigned at Juventus because he had more demands. So, if there's anyone who knows actually what was going on behind the scenes, it's him. So he's bringing him yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, Mike, can you run through the last games and then we hit our last topic and we get out of here? Yes. Um, so we got Torino 3-0 uh, beating Sampdoria. Belotti became the third youngest talent to reach 100 Serie A goals uh, after Gilardino and Baggio. Uh, Genoa 0-0 against Venezia. But the big storyline is two Americans started there for the first time ever in Serie A. Uh, Empoli score beats Sassuolo 2-1, a 92nd minute winner. So guys, you never you can never turn your back. Sassuolo had so many chances that game, but they ended up losing it. Uh, we all know Vlahovic scored a hat trick against Spezia, and of course, if you guys didn't already guess, my uh, team Bologna beat Cagliari 1-0, and Cagliari are dead last. On the your table. team Bologna? Yeah, my team Bologna. I don't get it. I am. If you guys didn't guess, I'm Sinisa Mike Hailovic. So, hey, <laughs> how are we supposed to know? Well, do you have any like any accessories that Mr. Mihailovic? You must have left early because they finished two nothing. Two nothing. Ninety six minutes. Ah, yeah, you left early to come here, Mihailovic. See what I see the dedication. I, I missed the team and I still do it. But what what can you what hints can you give us to to prove? I that mean, I got the the caddy cap over here. I got the turtleneck. the turtleneck. I got the blazer. The pocket. And a pocket handkerchief. But and of course, hey, I'm hey, rocking hey. Like yeah, fresh right. kicks. Don't keep <laughs> <laughs> has the best, uh, the best kicks in Serie A. Uh, I really, I respect the the, yeah. the shoes. I, well I respect the hat. <laughs> I look. You know what? The hat actually looks really good on you. On me, really? Yeah, you might have to adopt yeah. it. I feel you like I'm. Look, everyone agrees. I yeah, feel like I have to adopt it, Mike. You look old. You look Italian. So you don't have to become a flash. Then they wear this in North Italy in the factories. Then they wear this in North. Back in the day, in Campania, all I need is all I need is a gazetta and a cigar, like Sari. Yeah, I'll be good. No, but it fits you. I think the style actually fits him with the hat. I like it a little late. But guys, where'd you get it from? I got this one from my friend Luciano Spalletti from down south in Napoli. Always gotta appreciate them. Beautiful pizza there, and the rest I had to go through assortments of different people's closets. People that I knew and didn't know. See the dedication. You, always, you got a guy. Yeah, ex- got a guy exactly. I got a guy, and I wish I had Zlatan on my team. We would have been higher up on the table, also. But you know, we got the job done. Regardless. Yeah. So any any complaints from you? Been treat. Have you been treating your players? Uh, we not. Know you're a little bit harsh. Yeah, not bad. I mean, we're doing pretty pretty decent overall. I'm sure some other teams are, are doing much worse than us. So there's not there's not a lot of talk about uh, Mihailovic. So not on this I like to keep it this way. What, what's your favorite What's your favorite kind of pasta? I mean, first of all, Bolognese. We got the best uh, sauce in uh, in Bologna over here. Better than anywhere in the south, anywhere in the north over here. <laughs> <laughs> 
You got limon. Oh, you got lemons yes, and lemon. Bologna. Limon, don't cry because you're in third place. Ooh. <laughs> but guys, just like last season, uh, you guys have to vote down below who had the best costume. Uh, I think last time. You completely covered up, by the way, since the last time, because you were one the yeah, last time. Yeah, and I was one the last time. You were very yeah. revealing. And I ate one. my props also. Yeah, we're during, right, during don't buy podcast. your shoes, please. Yeah, I won't buy so that. So, yes, we, we guys, can't, we can't vote. You were saying the last time? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but we had a remake of Sari over here. Sari won. Guys, if you think that Sari, a.k.a. Gaetano, won, comment it down below. We got Luciano. I don't know how you're not sweating, by the way, with, I like the with heat. your huge not jacket. I like the <laughs> <laughs> Everything Antonio. I'm sweating now. I'm uh, sweating. Antonio over here. <laughs> Are you a vampire? <laughs> Simone Inzaghi. Honestly, you're enjoying that way too much. I love it. <laughs> That's funny. So yes. Uh, or, or Jose, the special one, Mourinho. We we don't play these kinds yeah, of special games. Special one. So even even if you Conference don't vote League. for me. Your vote doesn't mean anything to me, so I, I don't need your votes. Uh, I, I don't want to be in the same category as these guys who, this guy's never won a Serie A before. <laughs> this guy over here, forget mm. about it. He's always the the bridesmaid, never never the bride. Sadri, yeah, he's he's got his philosophy that he thinks he invented. Football. I won outside of Italy. You, too. you you didn't want anything. And this guy Mihailovic was always on the bottom half of the uh, table. At least I'm fin- not in the conference fin- league. I'd rather not be in the conference fin- league. Finish on the left side of the well, table, yeah. and then maybe you could uh, yeah. you could talk. Keep so crying about your three players. That's the only, one only one thing you talk about. League, Thirty years Scudetto, ago, everything. So I don't need I don't need the votes uh, to be able to show. Guys, last topic in all seriousness. Very good on uh, on the on the outfits over here. Uh, last topic: the Derby de la Madonina is next week. Let's get ready. No Teo Hernandez. I only want to hear from two people: Antonio and Peter. How are you feeling, Antonio? Quick. Okay, Theo Hernandez is very important for us, obviously, even on the goal that, uh, uh, on the penalty that Ibrahim uh, uh was awarded. Yeah, the he was the one him. that took the ball from all the way from the backside of the, 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 the AC Milan box. He went all the way to the top. He made it the last pass for Ibra just, um, you know, to go in and get uh, fouled. But uh, no, no Theo, no problem. Are, is this game more important for Milan or Inter? I think it's more important for AC Milan because if we if we win, we're going to put them uh, out of their misery, and I think we're going to send us a clear signal to uh, in, to Napoli and you guys that uh, there is no way that uh, we're going to lose this yeah, year. Peter, is it more important for you, Inter, or for AC Milan? Um, I would say it's more important for Milan because not the champions, not the reigning it's, champions. It's a mental, it's a Ooh. mentality thing because I think if Inter wins this game. Inter's right there and Milan now are, are going to be scared again. You know, like they, they can fall down this rabbit hole in a sense. So Milan, for them to win the Scudetto, they need this win. I think for Inter, obviously winning is going to put them, solidify themselves and be close to the first place. But even with a loss, they can still maybe catch up and chip away. They can chip away little by little. It's but definitely for Milan, how, uh, they the need they need this um, just for a... Uh, like a stance, like put a stance and say, okay, we're we're ready to win the Scudetto. You're gonna need a, you're gonna need a big chisel to chip I, I away. I think. Listen, both. It's great to see because even last year, both Milano teams were on top of the table. They were good. So that even this year, the same thing. Both teams are are good, and I think anybody can win. There's no real uh, favorite. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, you don't think that AC Milan is a little better than you guys? That okay. that, that Inter. But what I'm trying to say is, at any given day. Both Inter and Milan, when they're on, they're on. I don't give it to you. Yeah, 
the yep, level yep, has yep. really fallen since uh, since I've left over there. Oh! They, were, they, they went from always winning to now, uh, you know, hoping oh that they could get there. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed this <laughs> podcast. We salute you all the way from Brooklyn. Guys, hope you enjoyed it. As always, Ciao, guys. Forza Bologna. Peace.